What is up, guys? And welcome to another edition of the Market Marauder Show. Be in the market one trade at a time. Hope everybody's having a great week out there, able to lock in some profits. Uh, the crypto market is on a little bit of a bullish upward trend, so that's some positive news uh, for the crypto market. It has been on a little bit of a bearish downward trend for quite some time now. Uh, the time of recording, Bitcoin is at $44,044.46, up 1.17%. Ethereum is currently at $3,144.24, up 3.92%. So a little bit of a bullish upward trend for all the crypto market as Bitcoin uh, starts its small little rally upward, uh, up 1.17%. So let's jump into some of the things going on in the crypto world. So JP Morgan, uh, which is a bank, um, decides that it's going to join the metaverse. So JP Morgan, which is the largest uh, bank in the U.S., said that it has become the first lender to arrive in the metaverse, having opened a lounge in Decentraland, a uh, virtual, virtual world based on a blockchain technology. Uh, as well as unveiling the Onyx Lounge, uh, the name refers to a bank suite uh, of permission ethereum-based services jp morgan also released a paper exploring how business can find opportunities in the metaverse so you're starting to see a lot of companies jump into the metaverse uh it's very interesting that you're starting to see banks jump into the metaverse uh with this onyx lounge that they have i think it's just shows you um you know the fundamentals of the metaverse and how big of an opportunity this really is for individual investors as well as big corporations so I think um, you're starting to see a lot of companies really choose which metaverse they want to be a part of. You've seen a lot of celebrities jump into the sandbox. Uh, and now with JP Morgan, you're starting to see them jump into Decentraland. So as far as crypto is concerned, uh, Decentraland and the sandbox are the two most popular ones. Now you do have Gala, uh, which is starting to flesh out a lot of things. Uh, you have Gala Music, which just recently rolled out. Um, that's one to definitely look at. Uh, Gala as well. Uh, but as far as you know, the top two are concerned, I think the sandbox, box being number one uh, in my personal opinion and then you have uh, the central land which I would say is number two so I think it's very interesting to see uh, a lot of companies jump into uh, the metaverse into ecosystems that are already existing now you do have some corporate companies that are trying to create their own metaverse so uh, you have meta which was formerly known as Facebook uh, trying to create their own version of the metaverse uh, on their own platform. You also have Microsoft, uh, which is doing its own version of the metaverse. Uh, you have some other companies like Disney, uh, which is trying to create its own metaverse. But other companies I'm starting to see are jumping into already established ecosystems, which may be a great time for you all to uh, really look into some of the crypto metaverses that already exist um, out there and like I said again Decentraland and the Sandbox being uh, the two main competitors. Next Fidelity uh, International debuts Bitcoin ETP uh, in Europe. Uh, so Fidelity International is listing its first Bitcoin exchange traded product or ETP on the Deutsche Börse in Frankfurt and six Swiss exchange in Zurich. And so the physical Bitcoin ETP tracks the price of the world's largest cryptocurrency by market value and is being made available uh, to Fidelity International's professional and institutional clients in Europe. Um, and so, you know, 
Last year, you start to see a lot of companies really try to push uh, towards the SEC, uh, which is the Securities and Exchange Commission, uh, to try to get Bitcoin ETFs. I think there were two Bitcoin ETFs that came out uh, of that, um, you know, lobbying. Uh, I think there were two main ones, um, but it's just giving people a way to diversify into Bitcoin without directly buying Bitcoin. Um, and so you're starting to see a lot of institutions uh, really give exposure to the cryptocurrency, uh, not solidifying the cryptocurrency itself, um, just another way to invest into it. So uh, you can buy just Bitcoin itself on exchanges, um, which is one way to invest, or you can get into um, the cryptocurrencies by getting into the ETPs or EF ETFs, uh, depending on what platform you're using and what country you're in. And so these are going to be traded under the ticker sign FBTC. Uh, and so if you're looking for it or you're, if you're interested in it, it'll be FBTC. And so next, let's talk about Binance Smart Chain. So Binance Smart Chain uh, is going to be rebranding uh, to BNB Chain. So Binance Smart Chain, which is now currently BSC, uh, the layer one or base blockchain of cryptocurrency exchange Binance, announced a major rebranding um, and push towards uh, expansion, according to a press release uh, from CoinDesk. And so BSC is rebranding uh, to BNB Chain, uh, which stands for Build and Build, in an effort to draw connection uh, to Binance's BNB token, uh, the governance token for the protocol and press release. Uh, this is what a press release said. Uh, so the BNB Chain will be made up of two parts, BNB Beacon Chain, uh, previously Binance Chain, and BNB Smart Chain, formerly BSC. Uh, BSC is compatible with the Ethereum Virtual Machine, or EVM, where smart contracts are executed and serve as the hub to access other blockchains. Uh, Binance has committed over $1 billion to support BSC ecosystem as it competes with Ethereum Network and other Layer 1 blockchains. Uh, BSC has drawn criticism for being too centralized uh, and for rug pulls taking place in its ecosystem. Um, and so that's one drawback that I'll have to say uh, about Binance Smart Chain is that there have been tons of rug pulls uh, of different coins that are built on Binance opposed to built on Ethereum. So uh, if you're going into Binance, um, just be ca caution or cautious, uh, be cognizant of rug pulls. Rug pulls are basically where uh, the price is inflated of a coin, usually a meme coin. Uh, it'll go up really high and then they'll just take all the value out of it and it'll go to zero. Uh, one popular one uh, that I talked about in the previous podcast was Squid Game. Uh, so Squid Game came out with a, a cryptocurrency that was non-related to the uh, Squid Game um, show itself that's on Netflix. Um, and so... As the show gained popularity, the coin came out uh, that was not affiliated with the show itself, and then it got rug pulled, and investors lost tons of money. Uh, that one was built on Binance, um, and there was no real regulation on that. So when it was rug pulled, there were no uh, real repercussions for uh, them being rug pulled. It was just kind of an oh well situation. Um, you know, you took the risk by investing into that, but it definitely, uh, you know, does not help investor confidence, and it doesn't help people who are new to getting into cryptocurrency. Not saying it's their fault. Um, it's a very nefarious thing to do to build a cryptocurrency, build hype around it, and then take investors' money. That is one drawback that I've seen with a lot of uh, cryptocurrencies is, you know, people are very hesitant to get into it. That's why there are things like ETPs, 
where people can get into cryptocurrency without directly buying cryptocurrency because it just tracks the overall price of the cryptocurrency itself with Bitcoin being the one that it mainly tracks. Um, now, hopefully with them rebranding as BNB or Beacon, BNB Beacon Chain, they'll fix or help mitigate uh, a lot of that, a lot of those issues. Uh, but it does not, you know, help the fact that, you know, Binance is still one of the largest, um, you know, exchanges that are out there, one of the largest coins that are out there uh, after Ethereum. And so majority of the coins that you see that are out there in the ecosystem will be either BEP20 uh, or will be ECR20. So uh, just make sure you look at those. Usually uh, BEP20 being the Binance-based uh, coins and then ERC20 being coins that are built on Ethereum. So those would be your main two that are out there. I don't think that's going to change going into 2022. Um, you're still seeing tons of projects being built on both uh, Binance Smart Chain as well as on Ethereum. I think that's going to continue into 2022, but hopefully with this new uh, push to rebrand, hopefully they'll mitigate uh, some of those risks to help protect investors uh, from being rug pulled by some of those nefarious actors um, in the ecosystem. So lastly on here, I want to talk about Hive Blockchain. Uh, their quarter three revenue jumped fivefold from the previous year, which I think is very impressive. Uh, so Hive Blockchain is a crypto mining company. And they reported their fiscal third quarter revenue, which surged almost 400% to a record $68.2 million compared with a year earlier period. So basically year over year. Uh, the net income from continuing operations jumped to $64.2 million and the quarter ended December 31st from $17.2 million from the year before. Uh, the gain was driven by an increase in cryptocurrency prices, uh, the company said in a statement. Uh, as well as acquisition of facilities in Quebec and Atlanta, Georgia. So crypto miners have uh, had a stellar year as crypto prices soared and the firm deployed more computing power, uh, but the bump in hash rate due to the increased deployment uh, is also raising difficulty for mining on Bitcoin network. Uh, in January, it hit an all-time high. Hive's Bitcoin production was up 12% in December. Uh, from a month before, even as difficulty uh, jumped 10%, according to the latest uh, production data. Uh, in January, production jumped another 8% to 264 Bitcoin. Hive's liquid Bitcoin and Ether holdings reached a gross value of $168 million, up 11-fold compared uh, with earlier year before. Uh, at the end of December, Hive was holding 1,813 Bitcoin and 23,920 Ether. And so the Vancouver-based miner uh, has opted to hold on to most of the crypto uh, it produces. It sold some of its Ether uh, to finance chip upgrades, but it is still continuing on uh, moving forward. I think it's very impressive, um, partly uh, you know, because these are companies that are not that old um you know five years ago you really didn't see companies like this you know really out uh so it just goes to show you know what people are capable of uh if they just put their mind to you know getting into crypto mining uh crypto mining i think is something that can be very lucrative if you do it correctly um you know there are plenty of ways you can do crypto mining there are plenty of ways out there if you just youtube crypto mining you'll find videos on how to get into crypto mining for some people um the barrier for entry uh may be too large so like getting a gpu if you want to do that uh for crypto mining may be difficult to ob obtain with like the average 
uh, GPU price being around three grand. That may be a steep entry price for a lot of people, uh, especially if you're getting into it and wanting to see immediate returns or being able to pay off that GPU immediately. So it does take a little bit of a patience, uh, takes a little bit of wit. Uh, trying to get that as well, but it is doable for the average person in my personal opinion. So if you're willing to dedicate uh, or put your mind to anything, really, uh, you can do it. Um, and so I think as we get into 2022, Bitcoin mining is continue to grow. There are going to be more people and more companies getting into Bitcoin mining um, or crypto mining in general. Um, and so I think, you know, as Bitcoin mining continues on, uh, as the prices continue to go back up, which they currently are now, um, I think crypto mining is going to be uh, even bigger and better into 2022. So hopefully this information helped you all out. Uh, the crypto ecosystem uh, is still a thriving community. There are tons of people joining the crypto community every day. Um, on the previous, um, this past weekend, I saw a Super Bowl ad, which was a QR code uh, for Coinbase. I thought that was a very interesting way to do uh, a commercial. The code was so popular that it actually crashed Coinbase's app itself, uh, which I thought was pretty cool. Just to show you how uh, intuitive or how many people are interested in getting into cryptocurrency. So there's no telling how many people were converted from that one Super Bowl ad uh, and scanning that QR code and joining Coinbase. So I think that's very interesting, uh, but just shows you how many people are really wanting to get into cryptocurrency. Now, there are people who may have downloaded the app and have no idea what cryptocurrency is, but it just helps spark the idea of learning about crypto. There are tons of you know, information out there on Coinbase itself that tells you how to get into cryptocurrency, um, tells you what it's about, tells you what the coins uses are, utilities. But I think as we get into 2022, um, you're going to start to see more corporations get into cryptocurrency and you're going to start to see more individual retail investors get into cryptocurrency to really diversify their portfolios or to try to find some other avenue to gain money um, in, you know, helping to build generational wealth for them and their families. So hopefully that helped you all out. Good luck to everybody about their trading. And I'll see you guys on the next one. Peace.